place is driving me out of my already demented mind. You have no idea what it's been like living with those two perverts. Uh, if you're looking for the gold rush, you take a left turn and go down the road about a hundred years. Okay, okay, you guys. What if I told you that there's real gold out there? Come out of the sun radar, your brain is getting a tan. Have I done something to displease you? Oh, no, Margaret, no, no. Is it something I haven't done? Tell me and I'll do it. Or if it's something I've done, I'll undo it. Hot Lips is leaving? She says she's been publicly humiliated. Well, she has. And to think of all the times they offered to humiliate her privately. Hey, MASH fans. Kenny here, and it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. Joining me today are my good buds, Al. Hello there. And Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're going to be discussing Season 1, Episode number 22, titled Major Fred C. Dobbs. It was directed by Don Weiss, written by Larry Gilbart and Sid Dorfman. Production code is J320. Original air date is March 11th, 1973. This is it, Colonel. This is it. I know. I've asked for a transfer before. But this time I mean it. I want... Uh, Frank, will you just calm down? What, what's happened to your hook? Uh, your hand. McIntyre and Pierce. That's what happened. And for the last time, I don't care which mass unit you send me to. I want a transfer, and I want it now. Mm-hmm. And the plot summary of this episode is that Hawkeye and Trapper's latest scheme succeeds where no other one has. Frank has finally demanded that he be transferred to another unit. But when another prank embarrasses both Frank and Hot Lips over the PA, she also demands a transfer. However, when Hawkeye and Trapper discover that they'll be assigned double duty until replacements are found, they decide to trick Frank into staying by convincing him there's a fortune in gold to be found in them there camp hills. Or stream. (laughs) (laughs) I take my life in my hands every time I go to bed. I woke up one morning and found they'd given me the princess and the pea treatment. The princess and the pea? They nailed five cots on top of each other. I was sleeping 12 feet off the floor. Uh, Guest stars in this one, we have Harvey J. Goldenberg as Kaplan, and he also starred in Chips and Falcon's Crest. And, of course, we have the ever-lovable Odessa Cleveland playing Lieutenant Ginger Bayless. Frank! Flowers? I asked for light chocolates. I'm allergic to flowers. They're not for you. Hot lips? I'm allergic to her, too. What a relief it is to know that after tomorrow, I'll never have to listen to you two again. Having your ears removed, Frank? Colonel Blake has okayed my transfer. You're serious, Frank. You're leaving. Absolutely. Gee, Frank, this place won't seem the same without you. It'll be terrific. All right, so uh, who wants to start this episode? Yeah, um, I'll go. Okay, why don't you start, Meds? Uh, another crap theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, my, my, my notes my notes to that says here, bloody theme tune. <laughs> Every time I hear that theme tune, I feel like jumping up and doing jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs>
Um, I'm, I'm a little bit mm-hmm about this episode. Actually, I, there's, there's some things I really like about it. I don't mm-hmm. know if it, I don't know I don't know how they could have planned it, but I love the way the fly lands off Frank's hair ahead oh, yeah. with his uh, hands in plaster. It's not it's, real. Oh, it's, it's not it? a real fly. No, oh, so I just you, thought it was a bit of luck going on. You no, you look at it and it, as they're pulling it across, it like staggers as the wire is being tugged. Yeah, oh. I know, I noticed that too. Oh, that may, I'll have to go back and look at that again then. That's yeah, the, check it out. Well, yeah. the fly is staggering because it stopped at the still first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there's some nice little um, little touches this episode. The way Hawkeye looks at Frank when his hand's in water and they're waiting for him to, you know, to obviously wet himself. If you look, it's such a great look that Hawkeye's giving Frank. It's that kind of like, <laughs> you know, I know what's going to happen, but he remains so placid in it. It's really nice. Um, I don't... You know, Frank, he's got a lot of faults to him, but he's not thick. You know, yeah. he's, he's a doctor, and yeah. he wouldn't he wouldn't fall for gold, you know, <laughs> being in Korea, man. So he just wouldn't fall for it, especially what they're on about how much they're finding. But it's a nice little joke with the with the gold Jeep at the end. Um, but it's, <laughs> you know, it's another one of those, um, I hate to say, because I, I think the past couple of episodes, we've been a little bit down on the episodes, and I'm afraid I'm going to be a bit down on this one as well. There's some nice touches too, but it's not a, it's not a, an overall go back and watch. Of course, I am going to go back and watch it because I want to look at that fly. But you know, <laughs> going back to look at an episode because I, I want to see a fly in it is, is not is not really a good excuse unless it's Jeff Goldblum. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so there, there you go. That's that's my thought. <laughs> How could a man with such a deep voice create such a <laughs> such a sound? <laughs> so there must be some serious ball squeezing going on there. Okay. <laughs> no wonder Joyce has had to get that tight. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I totally agree with you, man. This it, this isn't my favorite episode. It's not a horrible episode. It's one I can watch over, you know, a few times. But definitely not one I pick out when I want to watch a mash episode. Um, I actually, you know, there's a fine line of Hawkeye and Trapper playing jokes on. Burns, because I mean, he deserves it sometimes, but I mm. felt like they just, it was too much. It just, they're just constantly just horrible to him. I mean, I, I'd want to transfer like, you know, many times before uh, this episode, but again, you know, there was a reason for it because he was so mean to uh, Ginger. Well, why didn't you give me suction so I could see it? You didn't ask for any doctor. You're useless. Help around here is impossible. Why not you find yourself another war, Frank? Forceps. Forceps. There's your fragment. I don't ever want her at my table again. She's an incompetent bungler. And you got that from an expert on the subject. Which yeah. Frank is just... But Frank's a horrible person. He's bigoted. He's, he's just a horrible, horrible human being. So it's hard because you, you feel bad for Frank on one end, but then... He deserves it because he is a horrible person. Yeah. So it's it's always a, it's a tough thing. It's a tough balance. You know, too much, not enough. Um, I did like how Hawkeye and Trapper tried to cheer up Ginger. That was a very sweet moment. You know, Frank Burns was stolen by gypsies as a little boy. No. Police found him, brought him back to his parents. They refused delivery. So then the police brought him back to the gypsies, but they didn't want him either. So then the cops brought him to the woods, hoping the bears would raise him. If they're one day with Frank, the bears attack the gypsies. Thanks, oh God. 
because um, you know she was very hurt by his his uh, but you know she should be used to it because I think he's yelled at her before. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Of you know, so. so yeah, so I mean, I was um, I I I listened to what he said. I'm like, he didn't say anything really horrible this time around that would make her start crying. Um, you know, but I guess he did say that he never wanted to. He didn't want her to assist him ever again. And I don't think he ever said that before when he insulted mm. her. But and that, that is quite a harsh thing to say when you're in a close environment yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, I, I did like the moment though. I did like that Hawkeye was trying to cheer her up, and you know, and that kind of does. That's the catalyst for why they're doing these horrible things to, to, uh, you know, Frank. But still, it's a, it's a, it was a hard balance. I I think that was one reason why I didn't really enjoy the episode as much as I could have. Um, I like the whole gold thing. I thought it was funny. And Frank, I think Frank's an idiot enough, to, you know, and, and, and into money and into valuable, you know, into materialistic things. I think mm. he would. You know, they, they had real gold, you know, because they got it from the dentist. So, you know, he had no reason to believe it wasn't real gold that he was finding it out there. But I did like, like Med mentioned, when they painted the Jeep and all the rocks and the, the microphone, the speaker, everything was gold plated. The horse, you know, as it walked by. <laughs> um, that was funny. That was a nice little touch. And I loved Hot Lips' reaction to just, you know, Frank's an idiot. She knows he is. <laughs> and she was just so, I cannot believe they pulled, you know, the wool over your eyes. Um, you know, but again, what's to keep him from not transferring? I mean, he gave his word to Henry, but... I've decided not to go, sir. Frank, if you think you're going to sleep here tonight, you're crazy. I mean, my transfer. I want to stay. Oh, for crying out loud, Frank. I went to a lot of trouble to accommodate you. Well, tear them up. Tear up my orders. I don't want to go. What about Pearson McIntyre? Great guys. Fun-loving. A little high Frank, what? You've been pushing your stethoscope too far into your ears. I think it scratched your brain. Well, think whatever you like. But I don't want to leave here. Is this your final decision, Frank? Absolutely. And irrevocably. Yes. I never want to leave here. I'm yours forever. I gotta tell you something, Frank. I've gone to sleep with happier thoughts. You know, what's Frank's word worth? Yeah. Fool's so, gold, that's you know, what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean it, it's a decent episode, one I can watch over, you know, a few times, but not one of my, my all time favorites. How about you, Al? Yeah, I agree. Um it, it was it's a fun episode. It, it's one of those episodes that uh you know, if it's on you watch it only because you're a fan of the TV series, but uh, not mm-hmm. one I would go out of my way to watch uh, over and over again. Um, you're right. Frank was a total jerk to um, to Ginger, uh, and I, I love the way that Hawkeye and Trapper uh, concoct their little schemes to get back at him, uh, but the whole hand in warm water thing, does that really work? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you see that all the time, but does it work? And if it does, why? I think it does. I, I assume it works. Yeah, I mean, why yeah. would they, so many people do it all the time as a joke? I have no idea. I don't know why putting your hand in warm water would make you go uh, to the bathroom on yourself, but <laughs> it does. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to try. Any of our listeners, uh, if you fancy doing it, then uh, send us an email. Let us know. Yes. Yeah. Well, th- th- this is a subject for MythBusters. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see that episode of MythBusters. Wow. Um, I-, I like how uh, how Margaret thinks that nobody knows that she bleaches her hair. You know, when Margaret. Frank. 
Oh, did you cut your head again? Yes, I cut my head again. When mm -hmm. uh, Frank walks in, oh, did you cut your head again? Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, I have yeah. a big cut on my head. Um, and th th one of the things that I, I'm kind of questioning about this episode is when, uh, uh, you know, I presume it's Hawkeye, he slips the microphone into Margaret's tent um, as Frank and Margaret are saying their goodbyes. But last night you said you loved me. Oh, I do, Margaret. Frank, you're crushing my mums. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to hurt you. It's the last thing in the world I'd want to do. And yet you're leaving me. Well, it's not forever, Margaret. There'll be other wars. I'll be devastated without you. You know that. I'll write you every day, faithfully. You promise? Just like I do my wife. Margaret, we're both mature, grown-up adults. We... Margaret, what are you doing? Put that down. It's government property. And then they have the other end of the recording equipment way over in Henry's office. How freaking long is that cord? <laughs> yeah. 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 And does nobody trip on it? <laughs> kind of expect <laughs> somebody not. to see it. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I liked McLean Stevenson's, uh, Stevenson's one-liners in this. He did a great job. I think he was probably the highlight of this episode for me, you know, talking with his mouth packed with cotton and, and mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, it's absolutely inexcusable. You two guys should be sentenced to life in front of a firing squad. Really? We got over 50 orders if we can turn it into an album. Something the matter with your mouth, Henry? Yeah, there's something the matter with my mouth. I got a temporary filling in a tooth that's killing me. Why don't we go to my dentist in Detroit? Boy, you guys just don't get it, do you? Look, the party is over. Now, I'm holding you both directly responsible for this unit losing a fair but competent general surgeon, and now it's head nurse. Uh, I just, I think he did a really good job uh, in this episode. So I, I think for me, the standout for this was, was Henry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, it was good. Uh, it, was, it was an okay episode. Uh, I can live without it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I mean, they can't all be winners. We have to have some filler episodes. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't horrible, which is good. Yeah. There have been some, some really bad episodes, but this, <laughs> this definitely was not bad. It was just not, you know. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hawkeye. Hey, Hawk. If I open my eyes and you're not a blonde pushover, you're in trouble. It's me, Radar. You got to get up right away. One more word, and I'll nail your tongue to your nose. Well, I'm sorry. It's a colonel's orders. Trapper 2, you're both on post-op duty this morning. Trapper? What are you talking about? We just came off post-op duty. Get your hands off of me. I'll clean off your glasses, and you'll find out where you are. Well, Colonel Blake says that both you guys from now on are pulling double duty till he replaces Major Burns and Major Houlihan, which, the way things go in the Army, could be about 10 o'clock next summer. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to some behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Al, why don't you start us off? The title of this episode is in reference to the John Huston film, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, in which Fred C. Dobbs, played by Humphrey Bogart, becomes consumed with greed, a weakness to which Hawkeye and Trapper appeal in order to keep Frank from actually leaving. The episode does not actually feature a character named Major Fred C. Dobbs. So I think they're referring to uh, Frank as the major. 
Oh, yeah. Well, the, mm. That would make sense. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The plot device of Radar planting a microphone in Margaret's tent and embarrassing her and Frank by broadcasting them over the Camp PA system is reminiscent of a sequence from the original MASH film. Oh, that's right. Mm, yeah. Right, now, among, among those involved in the making of MASH, this is often considered to be the worst episode. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're not alone. That is even nasally, as it centred as it does on Hawkeye and Trapper trying to keep Major Burns and Hula Hand at the 4077. And that's quite quite nice for us to uh, to know that, that they all thought it was rubbish as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hawkeye makes a reference to his favourite soap opera, Just Plain MacArthur, which is actually a reference to a real radio soap from the golden age called Just Plain Bill. Mm, there you go. Freak Burns claims to have a 30-foot yacht. But when this war is over, I'll go back to my country club and my 30-foot yacht. And you two will be ship's doctors on a garbage scow somewhere. Yet he also claims to live in Fort Wayne, Indiana, in other episodes. I guess he mentions it. With no body of water large enough nearby, Lake Michigan and Lake Erie are about 2.5 hours drive away to put the yacht in water. Well, so he's I got a, he keeps his yacht. He's got a very, very big swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, when, uh, when Frank is recounting a prank that was pulled on him, he says five bunks were nailed together and he was on top 12 feet in the air. When the prank is shown, Frank is only a little over Trapper John's head, about eight feet in the air. <laughs> well, that's yeah, assuming, I of that. course, Trapper is not that tall. I think Trapper, wasn't he like seven, <laughs> eight foot tall? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that just goes to show Frank's over-exaggeration of yeah. Oh, yeah. everything that goes on, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, and thank the maker, <laughs> this was the last of the episodes to have that jazz hands version of the theme. Uh, oh. Yay! And, and the composer of that, that jazzier theme song was actually summarily taken out and shot. <laughs> All right, that's about it for our BTS. Shh, you'll wake him. How much gold do you think we got tonight? I forget it. He's still asleep. Oh. How much gold do you think we got tonight? I don't know, but we found enough out there to buy Frank's country club and have him thrown out of it. In my wildest dreams, I never thought I'd be this rich. Let me buy you a drink. Let's finish these and go back to the creek and get some more. Don't be greedy. I'm putting mine under my bed. Why not under my bunk? Stop pulling it. You spilled some. Quiet, you wake him up. Shh, where are you going with that? The first national latrine. Aren't you afraid of being robbed? You ever heard of a latrine being robbed? I'm going with you. All right, let's move on to trivia. Yay. 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 <laughs> I like how uh, Meds is sounding more and more excited about trivia and Al sounding least and least excited about it. <laughs> That's because you keep giving him the easy questions. <laughs> I gave you an easy one. What was Hawkeye's nickname? <laughs> John Xavier Francis Mason. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You're going to go first, Meds. Okay. Ha-ha. In, the ver- <laughs> In the very first episode of MASH, Hawkeye held a raffle so that he could raise enough money to send Ho-John 
to the states. Here's the first question. What prize did they give away? It was a nurse dish. That's part of it. It's an uh, additional... It was, oh, a weekend in Seoul with nurse dish? A, a three-day pass to Tokyo ah. with Lieutenant Maggie Dish. So you get you get half credit for that. Hey. <laughs> can, I, can I just have Lieutenant Dish? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Natalie would appreciate that uh, for sure. A dish? A dish of dish? <laughs> a dish. All right. Uh, in reference to that same question, Al, this one says, who won the prize? Father Mulcahy. That is correct. And then I will ask a question. That's a full uh, point, Meds. That's a full point. <laughs> and then here's my question uh, in reference to that same uh, question or the scene. Uh, who drew the winning raffle ticket? And I think that was Dish, Lieutenant Dish. To yeah. the raffle ticket. And I am correct. Yay. Fancy All that. Right? And, he got it right. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the answer book in my hand. No, I'm not, I'm not cheating. You guys trust me. Yeah, All right, the so, others won, so obviously. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> That's very true. If you, very are cheating, true. if you are cheating, you're not doing a very good job. Yeah, you're really bad. I want to play you at poker. <laughs> All right, here's one for our listening audience, and it's in reference to that same scene. Why was Ho-John being sent to the States? All right, so the question for our listeners, why was Ho-John being sent to the States? You can go ahead and email your answer to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. I'm all packed. What do you mean we're not leaving? The colonel has rescinded my orders. You'll just have to unpack. I've said goodbye to all the nurses that even gave me a farewell present. They must have spent at least $2. Well, Margaret, I can't leave now. Something's come up. Who is she, Frank? Who is who? You're seeing another woman. Are you crazy? I'm a happily married man. Frank, I don't understand any of this. You can find MASH 4077 all over the internet, especially on Facebook, where you can like us. Go to www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter and just head there and type in at MASH 4077 podcast. Mm -hmm. And you can visit our website at www.MASH 4077 podcast.com. And you can even look at our pictures. Cool pictures. Awesome pictures. <laughs> you can also go to our blog at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And, of course, you can send your answers to the questions that we post you or send us any other stuff that you want to our email address, and that's mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we even have a store where you can purchase all kinds of goodies with our faces on it. And let's be honest, why wouldn't you want our faces on your body? Hmm? Why not? <laughs> you can pick those cool little trinkets up at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast. I blew your mind, didn't I? With the zero. You did, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And of course, you can leave us your feedback in review form on iTunes. So just head there. Find our podcast and click on the five stars. That would be jolly nice. And leave us a nice review. It does help us out in the ratings. 
It does very much. You can also send your either MP3 voicemails or written comments to our email address at mash4077podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing comments about episodes, about our commentary, anything you want at all. We will uh, we love hearing from you guys. All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, again, uh, kind of a mediocre episode, uh, but at least the, the cast and crew agree with us, which is nice. Uh, um, but the podcast episode was oh. great. <laughs> oh yes, of course, yes. All right, so that's going to do it. So I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And as Paul Simon says, you can call me Al. <laughs> we'll be seeing ya. You see? <laughs> you see? Attention, attention, all personnel. Tonight's double feature is greed, and the major was a minor. Starring Major Frank, there goes my transfer, Burns. Hi, I'm Al. And I'm Joyce. And, and we're, we're huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known and often overlooked gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks that we've uncovered over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. Check out Tales from the Mouse House. In iTunes. Hello there, my name is Med. And this is David Frost. You're not David Frost. Uh, all right, I mean, this is Mark. And we are the... Prese- Mark? All right, get on with it. Okay. And we're the presenters of Waffle on Podcast. And we like to talk about... Crap. TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. Would you say it's crap? Some of it. Really? <laughs> Especially the British stuff. But we've already had a podcast about that, so let's move up on that. Unbelievable. You can find us at http colon forward slash forward slash... Waffleon.podbean.com. Do not smile when I say the word colon. I'm not. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of the Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Today we're going to be discussing... Episode from season one, episode number 22. Let me do that again, sorry. Today we're going to be discussing... (sighs) Okay, well, the episode of this... uh, (laughs) (laughs) The episode of this episode. Yeah.
The title of this episode is in reference to the John Huston film, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, in which Frank C. Dobbs... Uh, Not a Fred. Was, Fred. Fra- ah, okay. He said Frank. Yeah. Well, actually, the original name was supposed to be Frank. You're not going to buy that, are you? Okay. okay. Um, like in the pictures. You can also... You can also, uh, you can also go to our... You can find MASH 4077 all over the internet, especially on Facebook. Where can they find us on Facebook? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Where can they find us on Facebook, Meds? I'm doing Twitter. Where can they find us on Facebook, Al? I thought oh, you God, I'm doing... <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Have I you can see why this seems like... Have I can you? see why this seems like <laughs> a second <laughs> ages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me do this again.